occupational therapist and a certified aging in place specialist. And this is the Home Designs for Life podcast, your resource for aging in place and universal design. For more resources on aging in place, please visit my website, homedesignsforlife.com. There you will find my blog and more valuable information on how you can age in place and create a home for life. Joining me today, we have Jody Hinton. She is a civil engineer, and she is also a caregiver to her mother and her grandmother, which is 97 years old. And she's been doing this for a few years, but in the last few months, her mother and grandmother have both had health issues, and so Jody has really had to work a lot harder as a caregiver. And so, Jody, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me, Janet. Yes, so I wanted to have you on the show because I wanted you to share your story with us about your mom and your grandmother and changes that you have made to their home and uh, challenges that you have faced. Um, so why don't you just uh, lead the conversation and, and tell us about what's been going on? Yeah, thank you. Um, well, my grandmother has lived with my mom um, for a number of years, up, upwards of 10 years. Um, and my mom is an only child, so she has been the primary caregiver for my grandmother. And um, prior to the last couple months, um, my grandmother had uh, decreased mobility. She had a knee injury this summer. Um, she has macular degeneration, so has trouble seeing and just severe arthritis. And my parents live in a two-story house. So prior to some of the recent health issues, we did install a lift in my parents' home, which was a significant help um, in allowing my grandmother to, you know, enjoy both upstairs and downstairs and be a part of family activities. Um, so recently, uh, my mom had some health problems um, that required her to have surgery with a pretty significant recovery. And so I had to step in and take care of um, my grandmother more in a primary caregiver role. And additionally, like I mentioned, my grandmother had a knee injury this summer that um, really sent her on a decline from mobility. So um, we had to make some minor changes um, around the bathroom areas so that they could be safe, um, installing permanent bars in the studs outside of the tile areas so they could safely get in and out of the showers, and then um, installing the um, high, you know, like medical grade suction cup bars inside the shower on the tiles so that they were safe while inside the shower. And then also um, getting uh, shower chairs and really um, making sure they were stable in, um, in the shower and then adding a wand so that they had more flexibility um, to sit down and, um, just be safe and, and be able to, to take care of themselves. Well, it sounds like you've done a lot. And I want to ask you, Jody, before you made these changes to your home, 
or to your mother's home, did they consider moving somewhere else? Mm. Yeah, great question. Um, no, there was never really discussion of moving. Um, we have lived in the same community our entire lives. We're, um, you know, third and fourth generation in the in this community, um, really embedded um, in the community. All of our support system, our family, our doctors um, are in that area. And housing inventory is really limited. Um, they, the community itself, uh, many, many years ago, 30 years ago, had a no growth policy. So there's really not been a lot of new developments except multifamily. And so, and in addition to that, the housing prices in this community are even more than what most of the country is experiencing right now. Um, so it just really wasn't a discussion to move. Uh, yeah. And I think many other people are in that same boat, uh, that they just mm -hmm. can't afford to move. Um, and mm -hmm. if they moved, it would actually be a downgrade. Uh, so absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I think you, you made the best, uh, choices for your grandmother. And so you made some low tech changes like adding adaptive equipment, like the uh, shower bench and the grab bars and uh, the handheld wand. Are there other changes, bigger changes that you would consider, let's say for your parents that are younger, but also want to stay in their home long-term? Yeah, that's a great, quite great, great question. I think um, some of the, recent issues that we've had to deal with ha have certainly brought light to that question. And we do need to have a plan. Um, I guess, you know, my parents have been pretty active and young, so didn't feel like we were at that point yet. And um, this is just a good reminder that we are at that point and we do need to be having those conversations proactively um, because once you need that stuff, it's too late. <laughs> Right. And stressful. And stressful. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that you and your family are thinking about all these things because really aging in place, believe it or not, starts at the age of 40. So even uh, people like you and I, I'm 44. I know you're a little bit younger. Uh, we really do need to start thinking about these things because it just can make your life so much easier, especially if you don't plan to uh, leave your home, mm -hmm. you know, then you can make these changes gradually. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that having my grandmother um, certainly instigated, you know, the, the some of the adaptations to my parents' house. So that helps, um, you know, I know my mom uses the lift, especially when she had, um, when was, was, was recovering from her surgery. So that helped, but that's a whole generation removed. So you're absolutely right that we need to be planning for this. Um, and, you know, thinking that how to design homes or when we're doing upgrades or buying new homes, you know, what our goal is, what our end plan is. Right. Yeah. And I know that must have been really stressful for you because you were dealing with your mom's uh, sudden health issues along with your grandmother's, uh, you know, slow deterioration 
um, largely due to aging. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were really dealing with um, kind of what we see as needs that are brought about by trauma or mm-hmm. a very sudden change in, you know, medical needs. And then just the changes that come along with aging. Uh, but yes. it seems like you dealt with it well. Well, we were extremely blessed. So we had um, actually a, a regional medical supply store um, right in our town, which was just unusual and phenomenal. I mean, even surrounding areas have to go to this um, store and it was literally, you know, two miles from my parents' house. So that was a tremendous help to have immediate access because with supply chain issues, um, it's hard to even get things that you may need. Uh, we were also able to purchase some things on Amazon. Um, they've actually added quite a lot of um, adaptive equipment like ramps and um, all the bars and everything were on there as well. And then we were lucky too that we had um, family and friends that were able to install stuff Um that's also hard right now too. I mean, labor is really hard to find, which is another reason with the supply chain and the labor shortages that, you know, these conversations have to happen ahead of time, because if we didn't have that support and we're not able to put all of that in place so quickly, you know, we would not have been able to provide quality care for our family. Right. And you also said that your that your mom or your grandmother's healthcare provider uh, also yes. gave you resources. Mm-hmm. My um, my grandmother's healthcare provider, when she injured her knee this summer, um, the injury in a younger person would have required surgery, but for my grandmother at her age, just wasn't feasible. So they had to basically immobilize the leg, um, which was incredibly challenging. And, um, the, her, uh, orthopedic actually referred, um, occupational assessment over, um, for my, for my mom. And that was really helpful. Um, I mean, all of this sort of timed at the same time. So, um, we weren't able to put everything in place. Like I wasn't able to put everything in place that was recommended, but we do have that assessment. Um, some of them are more permanent, like you're saying more, um, you know, structural modifications to the house. Um, and so those we still have to address. Right. Yeah. Well, at least you have that assessment and uh, you can show that to a general contractor and, you know, move forward mm-hmm. from there. And so that's uh, something that I always recommend that you use a licensed general contractor. And then if you want to make modifications to your home that will make it more accessible, more functional, safer, uh, that you always hire a certified aging in place specialist, preferably an occupational therapist that is also a certified aging in place specialist, because that is the best uh, professional to make recommendations that take into consideration the person, the task, and the environment. And Jody, thank you so much for being with us today. We have really enjoyed talking with you and just appreciate how you share your story and the challenges and how you overcame those challenges. 
Thank you for having me and thank you for sharing the story and helping others and um, hopefully avoiding um, other people having to scramble to put things in place that people could be prepared and provide quality care for their uh, aging family members. And I am sure that you have helped people uh, prevent that from happening because they can learn from you and your experience. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Jody.